You know, I was thinking the other day, I was thinking about, you know, what are some of the main things that many of us are worried about, scared about, think about when it comes to retirement, right? And I think right there on the top of the list for many of us is the worry of potentially running out of money in retirement, right? We all work so hard during our career to put away money, to build up pensions, to do whatever we do to prepare for retirement, right? And one of the big fears that all of us really have is, hey, what can I do to make sure that all this work that I'm putting in is in vain. I want to make sure once I retire, I'm retired for good. I never have to go back to work. I wanna make sure my money, my money never runs out in retirement. And, and many of you also, you also want the other side of, hey, I've worked hard. I wanna enjoy my money to the fullest, but I don't wanna overdo it. So I, I don't wanna to have to run out of money, right? I don't want that, but I definitely wanna enjoy my money. Where's a good balance to make sure that happens, right? So that is what we're gonna talk about it talk about today. We're talking about three strategies, three strategies that you can use to ensure that you won't run out of money in retirement. This can be crucial when it comes to planning in retirement, to knowing what kind of numbers, and what kind of income your TSP and your investments can provide for you. So if you're a federal employee, if you're new to the channel, consider subscribing, join the community. There are some incredible, incredible people here that are all working and searching and trying to prepare for retirement, right? So please, join the community and it's gonna be a great ride. So without further ado, we're gonna jump right in. So like I, like I referenced earlier, once you have an idea of these strategies that we're gonna talk about today, one of the big advantages of knowing these strategies is it can actually help you in the planning part a lot of knowing, okay, I have, let's say, 300,000 in my TSP or 500,000 in my TSP, how much income can that provide for me in retirement? The, this topic today will not only help you come up with a strategy to never run out of money, but also to know how much income your investments can conservatively generate for you every year in retirement so that you don't run out of money in retirement. So let's jump right in. Like I said, there are three strategies we're gonna talk about today and they all have different pros and cons, things that you need to think about when planning for each one of them. So the first one, and some people do use this strategy, it's called, I don't know if there's a specific name, but this is what it is. Basically, some people say, hey, I have half a million dollars in my TSP and my investments to, for retirement. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna let it grow and I'm only going to spend the growth let's say the dividends, the growth, whatever that chunk of money produces, okay? For example, let's say you have half a million dollars in your TSP. Let's say one year it grows to 550,000, okay? It grew by 10%. Well, that year, this person says, hey, I'm not gonna touch my original 500, but I am gonna spend the 500 or the $50,000 that it grew by. I'm gonna spend that and use that in retirement. And so what they do is over time, they only spend what their money is producing. They don't spend their original amount. So as you might expect, this strategy guarantees that you won't run out of money, right? Because if you're never touching your principal, your original money, then that money's always there to generate more, right? But now there's a downside, right? What if let's say your investments have a bad year? What if they don't grow as much as you thought they would? Or something like that happens, right? Well, then you might not have the income and the lifestyle that you want in that year. And that's not a very fun thing, right? And so that's the drawback is that, hey, 
Some years you'll have a lot of income that is generated, some years maybe not so much, right? So your income, if you're following this strategy, would have to be pretty flexible. Say, hey, some years I'm okay to spend more and then some years maybe not so much, right? And many people don't like that aspect because they want to have a pretty um, steady, consistent retirement lifestyle throughout their retirement, right? And not change year to year. But again, this strategy is very, very consistent in the fact that it will never run out of money. It's guaranteed, right? But again, there's there's definitely some cons there. So that's the first strategy is, hey, whatever amount that you have is your principal, don't touch that, let it grow, and only spend what it grows by, okay? So that's number one. Number two, and I've talked about this before, it's the 4% rule. So if you are not familiar with the 4% rule, I'll explain the basics here. This is basically what it says. It says, hey, if you retire and you take your retirement savings, if you multiply that amount by 4%, okay? So let's do some easy numbers here. Let's say you have a million dollars saved up, okay? 4% of that is $40,000, okay? So what the 4% rule says is, hey, you can conservatively take out that 4% based on your, your retirement savings balance at retirement. You can take out that 40 grand the first year, no problem. And the next year, you take that 40 grand and you multiply that by whatever inflation was, okay? So if the inflation rate for, the, for that year was 5%, then you take the 40, 40 grand and you, you add an extra 5% into there and you ramp it up every year like that over time. Okay, so actually, you are not taking 4% of your, your retirement savings every year. You're taking your initial balance, times that by 4%, and then taking that 40 grand, that initial amount, and ramping it up for inflation every year after that. That is what the 4% rule says. And basically where this came from is there's been many economists, researchers that have dug in to the numbers. They said, hey, what is a very conservative withdrawal rate that someone can easily take from their investments, their TSP, their retirement savings, to ensure that no matter what, what time in the economy they retire, that they can afford to retire and continue to take out that same amount for the rest of their lives. And what many of them have concluded is probably right around 4%. Some have concluded a little higher, some even a little lower, but 4% is pretty much it's a consensus across the board. That is a very conservative number that you can do for the rest of your life, okay? Now, here's the deal. That is, you know, the advantage is, hey, it's consistent, you can do it every year, and the odds of you running out of money are very, very small, okay? The disadvantage is in some years, you technically be able to take out a lot more and be fine. But in some years, if you did take out more, maybe you won't be fine, right? So for example, let's say, you have you, you know your money invested in all kinds of things in the TSP or an IRA, wherever your money's at. Well, let's say your money grows by 10% one year and you're only taking out 4% from your TSP or your investments, right? Well, over time, you're actually, your money's gonna start building up, building up, building up, and you're only spending 4%. And so you're actually gonna have way more money at the end and you may not be getting the most out of it over the course of your career. So it's hard to know what strategy is the best for you. But again, if the market maybe isn't as favorable, especially in the early parts of your retirement where it matters the most, right? Then maybe the 4% rule is exactly where you wanna be, right? So there's pros and cons even with the 4% rule, right? It's not perfect, it's not perfect. 
Um, but again, it is a conservative number and it can be a great place to start. So for example, for you, if you're still working and you wanna have a pretty good idea of how much your retirement savings that you have right now can produce for you in retirement, well, times it by 4%, and that is an annual amount that it can reasonably provide for you. So again, in my example, um, let's say you have half a million dollars saved up. You say, hey, how much money can that generate for me in retirement, right? Well, you times half a million by 4%, and that is $20,000, okay? $20,000 is what that would be able to produce for you basically every year ramped up with inflation over the course of your retirement, right? So that is strategy number two, okay? Now strategy number three, and this is kind of a mixture of both of them, and this is basically called dynamic distribution, okay? And what that means is you basically change what percentage of your money you're taking out of your TSP, your investments, your retirement savings, um, based on what the market's doing. Okay, so basically when the market's doing really well, you increase how much you're taking out. When the market does really poorly, you decrease how much you're taking out, right? And the numbers do change. So I didn't include percentages in this video or even in my article because there's different opinions on what percentages make the most sense. So if you wanna learn more about this, just Google. Say, hey, dynamic distribution rates. If you Google that, then you'll get a bunch of articles and things that come and talk about it. In my experience, um, when the market's doing pretty well, you start around five to 6% is what you're able to withdraw. And if the market really drops by a certain percent, then you have to cut that amount, right? By a certain percent. So that is basically how it works. The market's doing well, you take out a little more, and the market's doing not so good, you take out a little less. And so over time, this strategy has also proved to help people not run out of money in retirement, but also be able to spend a little more when the market's doing better, right? So those are the three strategies that we are talking about today or just talked about today that can help you not run out of money in retirement. And for you, again, it's not as big of a deal of what strategy you use, but it has to make sense for you and you have to have a plan in your head so that you know what you're gonna do when the market's gonna go down, you know what you're gonna do when the market's gonna go up, and as things fluctuate, you know how much you can afford to take out in retirement so that you don't have to worry about not running money. It's not even a worry because you have a strategy of what you're gonna do and what all these rules say to make sure that you're gonna be okay in retirement. So I hope that was helpful. If you have any questions, definitely reach out. There's a link in the, in the description below where you can submit questions through my website and I will answer them on Saturdays when I do the Q&A. And so one last point though, before we sign off here is when you do this math and you figure out how much you can take out from your investments, there's one big piece that you have to think about, and that's taxes, okay? So for example, with the 4% rule, if you do the math, you say, hey, I have half a million dollars, 4% of that is 20 grand, I can have 20 grand worth of income in retirement. Well, that's true and not true, okay? So yes, $20,000 gross, but after taxes, what are you gonna have left? Well, it depends on your tax rate, but let's say it's 20%. Well. Um, instead of the 20 grand, you're gonna have less, right? 80, only 80% of that amount. So it depends on what your tax rate is, depends what state you're in, if they tax your TSP distributions, or maybe you're taking out of a after-tax account, a Roth account, and those accounts, of course, are not taxed, right? So those are all the different variables that will affect you um, when it comes to planning your retirement. So again, I hope that was helpful. Have an incredible rest of your day, and I'll see you guys next time.